Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, everyone. It's Caroline from G-Thanks Just Bought It, reminding you that in between episodes, you can find me on Instagram at G-Thanks Just Bought It Pod. You can find products that don't make it onto the episodes and recommendations from listeners like you. So before you start this episode, give it a follow and say hi in the comments. And for a full list of every product we featured on G-Thanks, visit gthanksjustboughtit.com slash episodes. See you there. Welcome to G Thanks Just Bought It, the podcast where we talk about what we just bought and what you might need to buy next. As always, I'm your host, Caroline Moss. And as always, or as recently, I am joined by my guest co-host, Sally Tamarkin. You're getting so much better at the timing of your of saying your own name. I've been practicing it. I stand in the mirror and I just, <laughs> in a cheerful way, say my name. I'm glad. That's what you have to do. Those are the, that's, that's her, you know, sort of like an Olympian getting ready to, to perform. Totally. I'm like, you got this. I slap myself in the face a couple times. Yep. You know? Yep. You do like an ice bath and then. Mm-hmm. I just did an, a nice plunge just right before this. I can, so I'm you, ready. Honest, I didn't want to say it, but I could tell. I you could, could tell, tell. right? My vim and vigor is increased. Yeah, the delivery of Sally Tamarkin, it just, it felt not icy, but it felt rehearsed and you prepared and honestly, gold medal, gold medal. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. So Sally, today we're going to talk about something that's really on my mind, Mm -hmm. Um, which is that, you know, sometimes in life you don't buy it. Sometimes it's not G-Thinks. Just bought it. It's oh shit! I regret not making this purchase, which is not as clever as a podcast title. It's not going to ever work as a podcast title, but I think we have to be true to ourselves and honor ourselves that it does happen to us in life. It does, and it non buyer's remorse. No, right, exactly. It happened to me this weekend. I want to tell you about it because I'm hoping either you can commiserate with me or make me realize that I actually made the right decision or maybe a little bit of both. Great. Um, so this I want to... Oh, go this ahead. This is a safe space for you to heal. This I'm is a glad. safe space for Thank you to you. process and for you to heal. I need that. Um, I also want to mention that I uh, just sort of like in tandem of this experience of talking to you about this um, was sort of trying to get in touch with my therapist in New York, who I haven't been able to work with, not because of this. This is very seriously. I was just like, oh, maybe I want to see my old therapist again. And um, I couldn't, when I moved to California, I couldn't use her because she's not licensed to practice in California. So, and she's very strict about that, I guess. She's like really into like following the laws of her. The quote unquote. 
Yeah. The quote unquote rules. Rules are meant to be broken, doctor. Um, And uh, I I did a quick Google and I was going to email her and um, just find out what her current rate is. And because she had mentioned maybe one day being able to practice and get whatever. I wanted to just get in touch. She has transitioned from therapist to executive life coach. Whoa. Yeah. Um, and to that, I say make that money, but also LOL. Uh, uh, so she can't see me for a number of reasons. Well, wait a second. So does this mean that she is a life coach to executives? Uh-huh. I just, I, I feel a way about that. Uh, I do too. <laughs> evolution of her career. And I'd like to, and we have her, please uh, hit, enter the studio. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, um, yeah, I don't, I don't know about that. I just, I just don't know about that. I was um, sad. Like, I don't, I, I didn't want to like judge or whatever, but she was such a good therapist. Like mm-hmm. I really, really loved her and felt like I, made so much progress with her. And as someone who's been in therapy for such a long time, like since I was like in seventh grade, I've been on and off going to therapy. This was the first one, especially as an adult. And I had several adult uh, therapists as an adult. This was the first one that I was like, okay, like I want to stick with it. She really kept me consistent. And, you know, I really liked her and I have never found anyone like her in California. And to find out that she's using her gifts and her degree this way, I feel like a disappointed parent. <laughs> like, it's, I really do. You yeah, could be helping real people, and you're it, not. <laughs> it's it's a letdown. She's the therapist to the 1%. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I would probably – that would be the first thing I would be talking about with a new therapist if I were, <laughs> if I were you. <laughs> Trust me. It's on the list. I also have, like – well, we can get – this is – that's another podcast and another mm-hmm. day, but I have lots of thoughts about – what I think the rules of therapists should be. And I think, I honestly think like you should charge the 1%. And I would consider myself to be in terms of therapy costs, part of the 1% of people who mm-hmm. could afford to pay a lot more than most people for therapy. And then you should have to do like 25% pro bono work for people who can't afford it at all. No, I, I mean, I totally agree. I just, I feel like that's how everything should work. If you have more money, you pay more, and then people yes. with less money pay less, period. <laughs> period. And especially with healthcare. And also, therapy should technically be free. And, um, right. And that's like asterisk. <laughs> this should be free. God damn it. Yeah. But again, that's another podcast. Anyway, but now I'm re- I'm totally spiraling because I had this, this non-shopping experience over the weekend, and now my old therapist, who I love, is an executive life coach. It's like, Sally, I don't know where to turn. I, I know it's it's all of your coping mechanisms have been taken from you one by one. First they exactly. take away shopping, then exactly. they take away your therapist. Where are you supposed to turn? Where luckily, am I supposed to turn? Luckily for you, yeah, Caroline, I have a yeah. master's degree in social <gasps> work. Now, you know, wow, I don't know that I knew that about you. Now, my degree in social work is in community organizing, um, mm-hmm. not in like clinical social work practice. However. Okay. I was required to take a couple semesters worth of classes because I think they don't want people to graduate with their master's of social work having no experience in clinical social work practice. So I have two classes worth of information from 2008 that in my mind. So I really think 
That's sort that of all I'm, I require, my problems. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm just as qualified as an executive life coach to, to talk you through this. I would say you're more qualified. I'm more qualified than an executive. I'm a podcast host life coach. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I'm I've so you're telling me I've come to the right place. You've come to the right place. Yeah. I'm I'm here. Like I said, this is a safe space. Uh, we're going to explore, we're going to process, we're going to come to some conclusions. And I think that at the end of this session, mm. um, I think you'll leave fe- feeling like you maybe have a new perspective. I would love that because I'm in a dark place right now. And so doc, I want to take you back to, okay. uh, to, to what I was doing this weekend. So on Sunday, a new friend and I went thrifting. There's so many good thrift stores not only in Los Angeles, but in the area uh, that I live in. So like within like a five mile radius, there's like four massive thrift stores. Um, and we had done two Goodwills and a church thrift store that's like huge. It's like this multi-warehouse. It's so cool. It's the best. And mm, I love going there and I love just wandering. But I haven't been thrifting in a while, so it was a fun activity. And the last place that we went was out of the closet, which is the thrift store that um, benefits like HIV AIDS research and um, like people experiencing homelessness in the LGBTQ community. And so I've actually realized that like, especially in LA, if people have, I think some people do have issues and rightfully with like some of the more um I don't know religiously affiliated like thrift stores so a, t- a lot of times I say like out of the closet is where like you'll find a little bit more contemporary like more fun stuff cuz I feel like that's where like a younger crowd is donating and I mean, every t- if we just need to say that queer people have better taste and so their cast-offs are better than... I, th- I think it's not... I think it's that, but I think it's not even like, oh, like, that's where queer people donate to. I think it's like those who fancy oh, themselves like allies. Like, Got it, got it, got it. Okay, okay, okay. Like I younger, think, hipper people. Okay, yeah, okay. younger, hipper people. And it's like because it's like that's where their values align in terms of like where the money that will then get spent at that store goes. So I've noticed cooler things at out of the closet than I have at Goodwill. That's not to say that any of them have provided a poor experience. It's just that every time I go into out of the closet, there's always like something really fucking cool. Like this time it had already been sold, but it was this massive, basically brand new pink velvet couch, which and this is important to remember because this will come up in a few. Um, I also sort of suspect that out of the closet is where a lot of um, set designers for shows oh. will bring stuff that they're not using anymore um, cool. because there's a lot of really cool stuff and a lot of really brand new looking stuff. And it is Los Angeles. It's not really that crazy to think. Sorry. It is Los Angeles. So it's not really that out of the ordinary to think that um, that that could be that that, that could happen. So. The last time I was driving by out of the closet, someone was walking out with a dining room set that was bright teal lucite. And 
I was so mad <laughs> that I, you know what I mean? Because it's about timing, right? It's like whoever's just in there when a thing hits the floor and that's who gets the cool stuff. So we walk in and it's our last stop of the day and I'm not really needing anything, but I'm wandering through the furniture aisle and I see this dresser and it is a, it's like a dollhouse dresser, but it is an incredible piece of furniture. It's not crap. It's not cheap looking. Go ahead. Let me, yeah, I want to stop you because I want you to explain, like, when you say it's a dollhouse dresser, because I couldn't tell this from the from the pictures, is it a dresser that goes in a dollhouse or is it a human dresser that looks like it is a human outside of a dollhouse? It's a four and a half foot regular size dresser that looks like the outside of a dollhouse. And the top of it is a secretary desk. The roof opens up into a secretary desk. And then I hope that people are gasping when they hear this because that's <laughs> unreal. It was it was a gasp to see it in the store. And uh, I'll put a picture. It's really and you even had when I sent you this picture, you even were like, how is this a dresser? And there's little white, tiny little white poles that are placed strategically to look like awnings kind of. So yeah. you can't even tell. And there's two small drawers at the bottom and then stacked by two longer drawers. Um, Someone like a craftsman took mushrooms and was like, I need to build a dresser that looks like a house. Yeah. And they did it's it. It's incredible. It's really nice. And it's it's solid wood. It's like hand carved. Like you can tell that like this is like – um artistry over like a I think it was at some point mass produced but it's a 60 year old or 50 year old um it's from a I, I later learned it was from a 50 year old bedroom set so wow it's not it's not crappy it didn't look it was it's like hard to explain why I would want a life-size dollhouse in my house but it just when I saw it it made sense um, I, it's it's hard to explain, but also not hard to explain. Like it's mm-hmm. it is truly. It's exactly what weird, I'm saying. It is. Yeah. It's a yeah. It's such a weird, cool thing. I I totally understand. And it was marked on 125 dollars, and it was heavy, and solid wood, and everything was in perfect condition. And I screamed, and then I stood in line to tell the. I had my friend stand with the dresser and then I went in line to be like, okay, like I found a piece of furniture, like come, can you mark it as sold and I'll pay for it. And while I was in line, I thought, okay, you know, I am the queen of sort of like impulse buying. Um, it's my job to shop. So a lot of times I can use that as an excuse. Mm-hmm. It's a work write off. Uh, so there's that. But as I stood in line and there were like maybe two people ahead of me, I was like, am I about to impulse buy? Like, let me just like take a step back from this for a second. I'm impulse buying a piece of furniture. Is that a good idea? Like, where am I going to put this in the house? And and we have a small house. It's 850 square feet. Um, It's not a ton of room. There's like a place that I was thinking I could ostensibly put it. Does not match the decor of my office. It does go with the decor of like the main 
living room, but that would be a tight squeeze. It would not fit in our bedroom. Like I'm thinking, I'm thinking, I'm thinking, I'm like, okay. And then I'm going to have to come back and get it, or I'm going to have to hire a task rabbit to come pick it up. Then that will cost money to have them carry this up the 30 stairs to, from the curb to my deck. Um, and this is a solid wood dresser. I'm not going to be able to carry it myself. Like, okay, let me, I love the dollhouse dresser. Yes. Am I about to buy it? And then just go through the whole, like all the logistics of getting in the house. I don't know where I'm going to put it. Uh, okay. So I go, I leave the line and I go back to my friend and I'm like, this doesn't make sense for me. But you should get it if you want it. Because she was she just moved to a new place and needs new furniture. And she was like, Do you would you care if I got it? I'm like, you should absolutely get it. Definitely get it. She got it. So she bought it. And I'm happy about that. I'm happy. I I'm I like that I know where it is. Um, so she bought it, marked is sold. She went back later with her husband to pick it up. But when I got home. I was just staring at the picture I had taken of it (laughs) and I couldn't stop thinking about it. And I did some Googling to be like, what is this? You know what I mean? Like, was this like someone's one off, you know, did so, you know, someone's grandfather who was a woodworker just make this and then it was in his house and he died and now it's out of the closet. Like, so it was a, it was part of a, um, singer furniture, uh, bedroom set where it was a five piece bedroom set where every piece of furniture was a different dollhouse and it's really cool like the the bed is a dollhouse the night tables are dollhouses the desks are dollhouses I can find I found one picture on eBay um of someone selling all five pieces for seven hundred and eighty dollars and it's pickup only in Texas. And do not think I didn't message this guy and say, you know, <laughs> could you ship? Um, but it was also used or seen on Stranger Things season two, which makes me think that the one that uh, we saw was actually from Stranger Things season two. Sure. Because it would make sense. It was, you know, I think a lot of set stuff is dropped off there. But knowing that it was like, this specific, I don't know. I just couldn't stop thinking about it. And then when I got home and showed the picture to Dan and I was like, and I thought, you know, the only place I could think of putting it was like right here, like where we have this other little sort of entryway table. And he was like, yeah, that's sick. And (laughs) it would have fit there. And I was like, (laughs) I couldn't, and I can't stop thinking about it. There's, there's seemingly, no more out there, you know, at least available to me. And I regret it. I'm ha- I have non-buyer's remorse. Yeah. And uh, I don't know. You saw the picture. You thought it was cool. I need, yeah. I need help. I wasn't supposed to be thinking about it this much. I'm so happy for my friend. I'm so happy she has it. And I'm happy to know that maybe one day she'll get over it and tell me I can buy it from her. But I, I'm so sad that I didn't buy it. Okay. Now, question. Does your friend know how bummed you are that you don't have it? She does, um, but she loved it too. And Okay. She loved it too. She loved it as much as you. 
Yeah, it's totally, totally fair. Okay. Now, controversial point I want to make. Okay. Uh, I think that if I was with someone, if I was out thrifting and a friend of mine who was you was like, hold on, I'm going to go tell them I want this. And then came back and was like, you know what? I, I was thinking about it, like logistics wise. I just like don't know if it's worth it. I would say to you, dude, this piece is like one of a kind. Like it's worth it. Like, fi- you know, you'll figure it out, whatever. Maybe you don't have a place for it now, but you will. It's worth it. So one thing I think, one strategy to get over this could be to turn that remorse into pure anger that your Mm. friend didn't convince you to get it. Has that occurred to you? (laughs) No, not at all. And Hannah, you might be listening. Um, uh, No, not at all. Because we both loved it so much. And it felt like the fact that one of us got it was success a successful thrift? I see. I see. Okay. And and there's. I think the. I think it would actually be harder for me not knowing where it ended up. But I know exactly where it is, and I saw pictures of it in her house, and it looks very cute. Um. So yeah, it's like if you love something, let it go. I understand. Yeah, I think my. I think my thing is like, I have spent more money on stuff I care way. I don't think it was about money. I think I was trying to be smart Mm -hmm. in that moment. I think for the first time I was trying to exercise like, you know what? This is a piece of furniture. I didn't talk to my partner about this. You know, I don't know where, I don't know exactly if it's going to fit and then what. And I just thought you can't just buy a piece of furniture because you love it. Well, okay. So what now my question is like, do you feel like that's wrong now? Like, do you, like you, your reasoning, that all makes sense to me. But have you changed your mind about that reasoning? Well, I think your reasoning is more correct, which is like, it's one of a kind. If you love it, you'll figure it out. There are, you know, it might take a few more steps of like, okay, well, then that means something else in the house has to go or we're going to put something on marketplace and like move some things around because I love it so much. I think that reasoning makes sense if I'm at like a West Elm and I'm like, oh, I love this thing that there are right, right, right. hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of. And it costs like a ton of money. And it costs a ton of money. And like, yeah, this was just like. Okay, so let me let me ask you a follow-up question. Yeah. Are you more upset about not getting it or are you more upset at your decision-making process? Because when we started recording, I thought we I thought what I was going to conclude is that you're really upset you don't have the thing that you really wanted. But the more I listen to you talk about it, it seems like the thing you're upset about is that like you didn't trust yourself in the moment. Yeah. And I think it led me down the wrong path. I led me down the wrong path, which was not the path to this house. I, yeah, but, yeah. I, I'm sad I don't have this dresser. Like, and I, and I spent the rest of that afternoon trying to find another one and then mm-hmm. being like, how much would I pay to get this? Like, and that's where I'm like, that's where like, oh, my weird obsession um, and focus stuff really sort of baffles me because I'm like, 
just two hours ago. I thought the logistics were too much to take this down the street back up to my house. And now I'm like, well, could I drive to Chicago and pick up this one on Facebook Marketplace? <laughs> um, so I'm sad about this. I'm I'm sad about both things. I'm sad that my gut was wrong. That I did something that I did something I I made the practical decision, which I think maybe even at the end of the day, decision wise could have been correct. Mm -hmm. But I think that like it's not my personality to make practical decisions. And the fact that it came at a point when something so exciting to me was at stake, like really bums me out. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, I mean. I have two thoughts at this point. One is like every day we're presented with like a trillion opportunities to make decisions. And like every once in a while, you're going to make one where you're like, man, I really wish I had decided something different. And that's okay because like out of all the decisions that you make, if at the end of a day, there's just one where you're like, oh, shoot, I should have done that differently. Like I think that's like a pretty good batting average. Uh huh. My other thought is like, um, like, do you, f now, if I really was your therapist, maybe I would tie this to some other thing. Like I would mm. be like, you know, maybe we should talk about self-sabotage, Caroline. Um, but I don't know if that's sure. like a thing, you know what I'm saying? Like, cause I just think that like, sometimes you just kind of blow it, you know, like you just kind of make yeah. a mistake and you're like, wait, yeah. how did I even like, do that. Like what that decision is like such a departure from what I usually do. But like, you know, you were thinking about like you you were trying to make a practical decision. Like everything you said was like totally sound. And you just you led yourself down the wrong path. I feel like that happens that I feel like that just happens sometimes. And that's mm -hmm. okay. And it has to happen because then like the next time you know, it gives you some clarity on the next time. Like you see something and it's like really special and you're like, you know what? Like, let me not miss this opportunity. I'm going to get this thing, you know? Yeah. I, I mean, for sure. I think, I think that, you know, that's the last time I don't buy something. Now I have to buy, <laughs> I think what I'm walking away everything. with is <laughs> everything I see I have to buy. You have but to buy just in case. It's interesting to have the to not have this gut reaction kick in at times where I probably should have had it kick in and for it to kick in at something. Sometimes I'm like, wow, like, you know, when you really feel so strongly about something, sometimes you bone it. It's true. I do think that like sometimes you can feel so strongly about something that your signals get kind of jammed and you yep. second guess yourself and it's hard to think through what to do. And so yeah. you almost like you defer to some other part of you that is weighing in with like, quote unquote, like reason or practicality or something like that. Yeah. That's why I think no shade to Hannah, but that's why I think it can really help to have someone with you who's going to be like, wait, dude, hold on. You love this thing. Like you're not someone who minds having to deal with some logistics when it's a thing that you really like, you know? I, yeah. And, and I guess like also just because it's not, I, I really don't think of anything at Hannah's fault. Hannah, this is our first, this was our first time hanging out. This was like a new friend hang. You blew so it, I Hannah. <laughs> so, <laughs> I, so Hannah, we're not friends anymore. Um, no. So I think, first of all, I actually, like I said, consider the fact that one of us got it a win. Yeah, 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 totally. Because now it's like more within my reach than it 
ever would have been had we just left it there. It can still be in your life. It can still and be in my a, life. Like, and that's a beautiful thing. I can be thing. an aunt to this dresser. Totally. Um, But she doesn't know me well enough to be able to Right, right. No, I and I think that I'm the I think the reason I'm picking up on that repeatedly is because you said it was a new friend hang. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And like mm-hmm. I think that the this is why this is these are the perils of making new friends. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> like this is I, I think that like this could have played out differently. And I'm wondering, see now this is the part of me where I have been in therapy since I was nine. And so I am yep. taking it to that place and I'm yeah. a social worker. So you can you know, you can ask the editor to cut this out if you want, No, Caroline, let's take it to that place. Take it to that place. Part of me is wondering, like, if on some level you're like, man, like, I – again, I'm so sorry to Hannah, but, like, if I had been – you know, maybe if you had been with your bestie, <laughs> they would have been like, dude, what are you talking about? No, of co- even if they really liked it too. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, so part of me wonders why, like – part of the reason you're hung up on this is because you feel like it would have gone differently with like a different person present. And you again, you can cut this out in case you no, I, no, 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 no. I want, I, you know, a true friendship is built on honesty. I want Hannah to be able to hear this. No, I really, yes and no. Yeah. I feel though that I am such a strong personality that in that moment, if I was like, no, 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 like, I know, I love it, but we do not have room for it, and it just will not work, like, I I can hear myself being like, mm-mm, no, I know, love, but loving it is not a, a reason enough to bring it home, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I could yeah, just, yeah. That's the fair. self-sabotage of it all. Okay, so but, yeah, maybe it's, maybe it's about the self-sabotage of it all. I mean, I'm happy for you, Hannah. Yeah, Hannah, we're all happy for you, let's be clear. <laughs> like, we're all happy for you. Um... And, you know, sometimes uh, something comes, like the old saying goes, something comes into your life for a reason, a season, or a lifetime. And yep. sometimes that's a really cool dresser at a thrift store that comes yep. in and out of your life really briefly because it gets you to think about all of these things. Like, you know, maybe maybe this is about learning how to question yourself less and go with your gut more. Yeah. I, I it, it, it really – it really made me realize that like there are a, maybe maybe a set of questions I need to ask myself when put in this position again and remember the dresser. You mm-hmm. know, remember, remember the dollhouse dresser, as the saying goes. As the saying goes. Now, have you seen Memento? I haven't, no. Oh, you haven't. That's I no, did not I'm, expect that I, answer. There, no, because there are so many movies that are like that I will never say. I just I don't know. I, I but but you know what, Sally? Let me be honest with you, since this is about honesty. I have mm-hmm. probably lied about seeing Memento on a date with an sort of mediocre man. I think you know. Listen, as someone who ha- has a lot of likes and passions that intersect with the likes and passions of mediocre men. I I think that that probably is true. Um, I was just going to say you could consider that there's a character who gets, well, I mean, he gets a lot of things tattooed on himself, but there's a very important sort of guiding principle. And he has that three words tattooed on his hand to kind of remember that guiding principle. And I just think maybe remember the dresser is something that you could get tattooed on your hand. I, I'm going to get a tattooed on my face. I, or I on think, your face. Yeah. I think that's a great, a great idea. 
That's what the youths do. You know, they get a tattoo under their eye or whatever. That's um, right. And yeah. a teardrop. A teardrop, like, sure. Just like remember the dresser. Mm-hmm. And people will be like, oh, like what happened? You know, like tell us about your life story. And then they're going to, I'll just be like, listen to this episode. Totally. I, I really, I think, I think what I'm, what's going to help me sleep at night is mm-hmm. knowing that Hannah, if there's ever a time where she doesn't want this anymore, I can buy it from her. Um, Hannah might hear this and just think that maybe you need it more than she does. And that's fine. Hannah, I don't – no pressure at all to I think that that's way. true though, Hannah. No, I'm just kidding. I feel so bad for Hannah. <laughs> Hannah's like going to her own therapist. Hannah, yeah, the- Hannah has begun her own process of looking for a therapist in California. Like, like I said – I'm happy she has it. I'm happy it's in my life. But it's almost like, you know, all I can think about is a Hamilton reference. I won't get it. So that'll be like my memento thing. So you should say Okay, this will be – okay. So, so, you know, wrapped up neatly into a nice song by Lin-Manuel Miranda, Angelica, the oldest Skylar sister, meets Alexander Hamilton and is like, wow, hot. And then her younger sister, um, Eliza, meets him and is like, wow, hot. And Angel- and he- she's like so into it. She's me with this dresser. Mm. And mm-hmm. Angelica is like, yeah, like totally. Like you should date him. And then Eliza and Alexander Hamilton get married. And for the rest of her life, Angelica's like, fuck. Should have been The me. one that got away. Yeah, this dresser is my Alexander Hamilton. Mm-hmm. Now, you asked me if I had anything that I had, if I had ever been in a similar situation. Uh-huh. And I couldn't think of anything because I don't think I've ever wanted to get something that I haven't gotten. Real? Ever? <laughs> yeah. As an adult. As an adult. As an adult. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean, as a kid, forget about it. But like... Um, I just, it's so rare for me to, cause I, I relate to what you're saying about how th- the way you usually are, which is that like you buy things on impulse, you don't know what I love, you know what you, you love. Know, you know what you love. You don't necessarily think about like the logistics of it. Now I have to say like the things I usually want are not like furniture and like cars and stuff like that. It's usually, you know, I'm I'm out here buying like hoodies and video right. games and trash right. cans for my car. Right. Um, so maybe maybe that's part of it too. Maybe part of it is that like it's not a fair comparison because I'm I'm not usually um that taken by these like bigger purchases. And that's the thing, same I mean, I don't I don't know that it's that often that I'm so enamored with something that is that would be so difficult to change my mind about had I given, you know what I mean? Like in any other situation, whether the purchase is $125 or $1000, most of the time you're like, "You know what? I change my mind. I am going to order that couch." And like you've lost nothing. But in this situation, I can't there are some available, like I I see some on Craigslist or whatever, like a global 
I mean, a national Craigslist search, but like either I'm paying like $4,000 for, for a dresser to be delivered to California, which I'm not willing to do, or I'm SOL. So yeah, I want to tell you about something that I'm considering Okay, as a backup because a woman, I had posted about this on Instagram. I was like, you know, feast your eyes upon this dresser and this designer, this, uh, maker, mm-hmm. um, messaged me and she was like, oh my gosh, I worked for Martha Stewart and I was tasked with doing all these different DIY projects for, with like old furniture. And one of them mm-hmm. was I made here, I'm going to say, I'm going to message I'm going to text you this link. She's like, one of them was, you know, making a dollhouse out of a dresser. And she's like, I never even knew that the furniture, someone sent me your post about this dresser and I never even knew this existed. And we just said, you know, ignore Efron, everything is copy, blah, 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 blah. But she was like, I know that you're regretting not getting it, but I have, you know, I have this kind of like DIY tutorial and if you don't want the dollhouse part of it all you would have to do is just mimic those top two drawers and I'll put a picture in so everyone can see what I'm talking about um for all the drawers and then you wouldn't have to you know there's no dollhouse part of it and I actually love this idea Mm -hmm. yeah this this is this looks awesome it looks really cool so I'm thinking that like maybe maybe this becomes like a, a, a a project for me uh, are you a DIY head? I am not not one. Okay. Um, well, I'll be I, honest I, with you. Oh, yeah. Go ahead. Sorry. I love this stressor so much that I think that would really, really feed the motivation to do it. Yeah. I, um, you know, I, I think this looks awesome. In many ways, this looks kind of even like cooler. I mean, I know you're not going to do the inside part. That's the dollhouse. But the outside looks cool. It looks like it kind of gets at what you like about the other one. And it look, you know, you can do it with like the colors you like. Mm-hmm. You can really customize it to the way you like it. Yeah. And knowing that I would love the outcome, I think would help. I'm I'm very much, Sally, uh, about the destination and not the journey. So same, I- same. I relate to that. <laughs> I, I mean, I'm, I personally would just hire someone to make this for well, me, I think. <laughs> Actually, I never thought of that, but that is very clearly exactly what I'm going to do. Yeah. I mean, um, that, that's that's it. You know, you get the dresser and, yeah. you know, tell them the colors you like and they just get it, get it together for you. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. So when we had my in-laws here in March, um, Mm -hmm. my father-in-law loves like a house project. Um, And I know my mother-in-law is probably listening. Shout out to Ellen and Marty. Um, My in-laws are amazing. And the way that my father-in-law, you know, shows love is like doing these projects, you know. And 
he made the huppa for our wedding. Um, the first time they ever, not the first time they ever met me, but like definitely within like the three or four times of meeting me, they came to see the, the a new apartment that I had gotten in Brooklyn when I was living by myself. And it was a, um, a steal at 1675 for a one bedroom in Park Slope, but sure, it was yeah. rented as is, which is not a legal thing to do. You can't rent something as is. Um, and one of the pieces of drywall in my bedroom was like falling down. And I was like, you know, you're, you're like, you're young and you're like, well, so what? It's my own place. Who cares if the wall is falling down? And we didn't have any lights in that apartment at this time because I hadn't technically moved in yet. And by the light of a f- by the light of our cell phones, my father-in-law re-drywalled this wall for me as my boyfriend's you have married dad. Into a I have married into family. an incredibly so handy family. Um, when he was here in March, that he built a um, a gate so that we didn't have to use a baby gate for the dog on our deck. So he built like a little gate. So now I'm thinking, Marty, if you're listening, Ellen, I know you're listening. This would be. The if I got everything together, he would like love doing this. <laughs> Can Marty come to West Philly? Marty, d- yes, because Mar- I have. He some live projects. in Paoli, Sally. So they that's live perfect. Twenty five minutes from you, <laughs> Marty. If you're listening, we have some projects. Uh, that sounds amazing. I feel like you should totally do that. And like, honestly, it's like a way for you to bond with your father in law. If we're being <laughs> right. honest, that's really what it's about. Yeah. Um, and you'll get the the exact thing you want. And I know. I, do you again, think this is what I should do? Do you think that I, my my new thing should be like buy old dresser, make it a dollhouse? I to do, my I specific do. liking. I definitely do because again, like you can totally specify. T- you know, you you one thing that you concluded when you didn't get the dresser was like how much it was going to cost to have it brought over and brought up and all that stuff. So, you know, if you think about it, it wasn't really just going to be one twenty five. It was going to yes, be like it's probably going to be about four hundred dollars, right? Yeah. So, I mean, why not spend probably more than that? But whatever, uh, get you know, find a secondhand dresser and then get it all decked out with like all the stuff you want, the colors you like, the designs you like, the roof. I can make it match. My house that I live in. Mm-hmm. Wait, Sally, and now and then my brain goes to places. This is exactly what is wrong with me, which is in my head right now. I'm going, and then this will become like a thing where I'll just make, I'll just get tons of furniture and just make, you know, dollhouses, dollhouse furniture out of all of them, and then I'll have a store, and then everyone will know me <laughs> as the, as the dollhouse furniture lady. Yeah, but I think you're right. I I I was kind of kidding, not kidding, but I was kind of I was kind of thinking. I th- clearly, you're taking your own advice, but I was thinking you'd be like, okay, but you know, DIY is hard and bull. But you being so emphatic about this is making me excited. Yeah, uh, DIY is hard. That's why I'm not telling you to do it. Right. I that's mean, why Marty's going to do it. For me. That's why. Mar- I mean, if if I were like a DIY person or you were hardcore, obviously, like I follow several people on Instagram who would already be halfway to having this shit done. But like, totally, that's such a massive investment of like time and energy. And if it's not the kind of thing that you enjoy, like, why bother? Um, Marty, it sounds like Marty would enjoy it. And mm-hmm. frankly, it doesn't even have to be a dresser if you don't want it to be. You can get it. Can be like a a sideboard or like a night table. It can be like yep. anything. Yep. It can be anything. Oh my gosh. I'm actually really 
excited. And I think- and- and I this don't love the be. journey, but I'm going to – because I know what the destination is going to be, it is going to be a motivator. Yeah. I mean, listen, if the journey – the journey is like – as far as I'm concerned, because you're going to like hire someone or ask Marty to do it. Like yeah. the journey is just you get to like pick out cool colors and like come up with cool ideas. You know, if if you were doing it DIY, the journey would be a nightmare. Yeah, you're right. I just need to be the developer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, you're the project manager. I'm the basically. project manager of this house, mm-hmm. and uh, that's right. That's right. Let's let's not right. Let's not get ahead of ourselves here. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. No, someone I think else is, is going to do this. Someone else is going to do the the unpleasant journey part of it. And I, this is good because I think you're going to end up with something that you'll like even better than the one you saw. And maybe, and you're already really happy for Hannah. We all are, but maybe yeah. you'll even <laughs> you'll be even happier knowing that like she has the thing she wanted and you will have just the thing that you wanted. Yeah. And I think, I think also it, and now, you know, now that we've talked about this and you're opening my eyes to, um, just sort of different feelings that I'm having and Mm -hmm, the mm -hmm. the stages of grief almost, you know, the idea is that like, I think what is also getting me about this dresser is that I've never, ever thought that you would I've never seen someone do that with a piece of furniture there's so much stuff in decor and that is so just like been done been done been done been done and I think when I saw this and realizing like that it wasn't crappy that it wasn't um cheap looking that it was just really really beautiful I was like wow I've never seen something like this before and now I'm and now in five minutes I need to make the decision am I going to bring this home and put it in my house no, I think that that's like a really good point and I think it's something that contributes to like getting your signals jammed because when you're really familiar with a, a type of thing, you sort of know what to look for. You're like, oh yeah, this is that thing I, you know, that I keep seeing on Instagram or that I've seen in stores and I know I want to make sure that like, you know, it's high quality in this way or like that it's this shape or whatever. But if it's a thing you've t- totally never seen before, you sort of lack the context to yeah. Even like know if it's like a thing you want, how, you know, how to evaluate if it's like – because maybe like now that you know that this is a thing, maybe like it turns out that there are going to be tons of these in like – like that you could get and they'll be like better and more to what you like, you know. So I totally get that being part of like what what factored into you like deciding not to get it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just because it's like – it's it's just, it's so quick of a decision to have to make that you're like, do I love it or am I just – do I just love it for what it is, but am I really going to put it in my house? Because I mean, there's a difference, right? There's a difference of like, oh, I love this. Like this is amazing and I appreciate it. Totally. And, and I'm bringing it home. And I think I just made that wrong decision. Look, we've – I've only ever made one other mistake in my life and it was buying the Cycle bike over the Peloton – the first time. And th- two mistakes is not bad. No. For like, for where you are. I mean, you know, like, what are you in your 30s? Mm-hmm, 35. Yeah. And 35, two mistakes. Two mistakes. That's really not bad. I feel like you're That's doing it. great. I you think know, so you could, too. You could even make like one more. I think two would be pushing it, but like one yeah. more mistake between now and like your, when you turn 40 and you'd still be yeah. doing great. Yeah. Okay. I th- I, and I have that more. I was sort of thinking, I have it on my on my planner. You know, one more mistake. Mm-hmm. One more mistake, yeah. Before 2030. And I think 
That I could do that. I mean, you want to be I'll, careful, but yeah, you have I think to be careful, yeah. right? Because it's like slippery slope. It's a slippery slope. Once slippery you make a mistake, slope. you just start making mistakes all over the place. I know, and then it's like, ugh, mistake girl. You know, here she comes, and mm-hmm. and everyone says Old that mistake girl. Oh, mistake girl. There, I'm excited about this. Um, thank you might you have to make for- a whole other Instagram account just for the dresser, <laughs> just for like the project. <laughs> yeah. You know how people make Instagram accounts for their houses? Like we bought this old house and like project by project. And I'm just gonna be like, I bought this dresser and then it's going to be a house. And that's the end of the Instagram. And, and that's the whole be- thing. It's just that's one it. post. Thank you very honestly, authentically from a real place of appreciation. Thank you for talking me through this because I was having a really, really hard time. And now I'm realizing I can just make it myself. You can, well, I mean, again, I would so say I can hire just hire someone to make, someone it. To make exactly. it for me. Good, good. There we are. Well, <laughs> but that's I, DIY this, also, you know, you got to send emails. That is true. That's the ultimate <laughs> DIY. Because um, you're the one who's making the entire thing happen. Sure, there right. are people who are going to do it with their hands, but it's you who's like bringing the whole thing into existence. That's right. So you get more DIY than that. That's right. Um, I'm really glad this has been productive for you. I feel like we plumbed some really interesting depths. Yeah. Um, I'm really proud of the work you've done today, Caroline. And um, <laughs> and you. Hannah, I'm sorry that you there was some collateral damage. I hope that you understand that, you know, this is just the process of interpersonal psychodynamic psychotherapy. <laughs> um, yeah, Hannah, it's going to be okay. We're going to survive this, Hannah. I think you guys will survive it for sure. Just come up. Let me come over and let me look at the dresser for. Maybe you just get to put your your hands and your face on the window and just look in at it <laughs> once a day. Like sends me pictures and then yeah. I'm on like a shared photo album of just pictures of the dresser. Just the dresser and Hannah's house. Another thing that I just like loved about the dresser was like, oh my god, I would decorate it. Like I would put a wreath on the door or oh a god, pumpkin. So cute. That's so I know. cute. You could decorate it seasonally. Well, yeah, make exactly. sure that the make sure that the one Marty makes for you, um, there's a hook on the door so you can like hang little wreaths and stuff. Absolutely. Marty, trust next time you guys come out to California, we've got plans. We have yeah. got plans. Um, plans. Sally, this was actually very helpful. And I'm glad I'm glad that we got here. And I hope that Me like too. this was maybe helpful for someone else listening with non-buyer's remorse. Yeah, I hope so too. I hope you either go back and buy the thing or hire someone to make it for you. Yeah. If you're and listening. I hope that everyone um makes the dresser of their dreams. I don't know. I feel like my mind is just opened cre- to a lot of creative op- options that I just did not This is going to become your whole new personality. You're going to be like, oh, did you know that you could just make 100%. things? 100%. Yeah, I'm going to be like, did you know you can make them? Dollhouse dressers and... Did you know you could make things is 2023's um, <laughs> sort of theme. That we definitely need more did you know you could make things people on, yeah. <laughs> yeah. on social media. We don't have enough. <laughs> At least one more. But People also, don't like, know that you can make I things. I live uh, – people do not know about DIY. I also live in like a perfect climate – for for a DIY, like I can mm-hmm. leave it outside until it's done and it'll sure. be fine. Cover it with a blanket, a tarp or whatever so it doesn't get dusty. I could do it on my deck. Um, you can rent tools if you decide to go your own way. I'm just going to rent a person. Yeah, you're going to rent a person. To do it. But like, I am really excited. I think I could paint a dresser by myself. I think I think so. I will have someone else shingle the drawers. That sounds right. <laughs> 
That sounds right. That that feels like another. another it feels level like of, someone yeah, has. Why? You have to go to school for that. You have to go to school. You have to. You have to be certified. There are licenses that need to. Yeah, be, there's licenses. Just you like know. you are certified, you know, as a social worker. As a yeah, as a therapist. You need someone who took two shingling classes in 2008. Mm-hmm. And did like 200 hours of. Uh, and did 200 hours. Yeah. For totally. shingling for the 1% to mm-hmm. be able to, <laughs> to to partake. Sally, thank you. Well, as always for being here, but just like thank you for this because this was hard for me. And. Oh, my God. Um, well. I needed I'm I needed. I needed you to tell me like. Yeah, the stressor is rare and you're not going to find one at, you know, Pottery Barn. But, like, it can be done. You can do it yourself. It can be done. It can be done. And, Caroline, I want to thank you for trusting me and for helping me build this space of Absolutely. safety and trust. I think we did some really good work here. And um, I look forward to hearing updates and following you. And at, following the new Instagram. Did you know you could make <laughs> <laughs> Did you – wait, did you know D – you D Y K Y C D I Y. Did you know you could DIY? Is I'm a follower already. <laughs> you subscribe. I'm pumped about so G thanks Instagram now goes dark. And mm-hmm. I fully and I fully pivot over to Just my transition to <laughs> This is now a DIY podcast. G you, thanks uh, just DIY'd it. G thanks just made it myself. G thanks just <laughs> DIY'd it. I love it. I'm I'm pumped and I will definitely keep everybody abreast of uh my my findings, my what Sweet. I end up going with. And I'm I'm really excited to just actually like because you know what? I would have never touched that dresser. Like I would have never changed anything about that dresser. Yeah. So now I feel like I can just kind of go like wild with my my wants, my needs for this for this little dresser house. Blank slate. Ooh, I feel good. I feel really good about this. I feel good too. I feel like a weight has been lifted. I feel mm-hmm. like from all of our shoulders. From all of our shoulders. Everyone's been carrying this trauma for me. Everyone, my household has been. We've had a black cloth <laughs> over the mirrors ever since you texted. The cats have been acting different, and the cats I know have been acting really different. I know. Oh. Um. But no, I think this is really good. I'm excited to see where this journey takes you. And, you know, I, uh, I'm i proud of your work. I'm proud of the work you've done here. Thank you so much. This was great. I I will put in the show notes the um, picture of the original dresser and then Ashley Poskin's um, How to Turn a Dresser into a Custom Dollhouse uh, DIY instructions. Um I also think if you're a maker and you have someone in your life who would really enjoy a dollhouse, this is a great gift. Mm. And if you wanted to gift it to me, then I would accept. Yeah. If you're a maker and the person in your life is Caroline, then please. <laughs> then you please know what to do. Her. You know what to do. <laughs> and we will see you guys next week for another episode of G Thanks. Um, Sally, next time, you know – you you take the floor with some of some of your problems. You know, okay, I feel great. like I, I I I hogged I hogged this space, but you held that space for me. Well, okay. I I promise to bring you something that you can hold next time. Please <laughs> please. I'm in dire need of holding. Okay. Uh thanks for listening and we'll see y'all next week. Bye. Bye. You just listened to another episode of G Thanks Just Bought It, edited and mixed by Veronica Gruba and produced and hosted by me, Caroline Moss. 
In between episodes, you can always head to the GThanks Instagram at GThanksJustBoughtItPod and the GThanks Facebook group to get and give life-changing recommendations of your own. Subscribe to our weekly sale and discount emails at gthanks.substack.com. It's free. And you can reach me at caroline at gthanksjustboughtit.com or leave me a message at 424-245-0736 with a product recommendation and you may be featured on an upcoming episode. GThanks is powered by subscribers like you. To keep all of our GThanks content free and accessible to all, consider making a monthly donation of $2 to keep us going at patreon.com slash GThanks and friends.